In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Show time here on the fan, and man, we appreciate you hanging out with us today on this Tuesday, right, Nerney Tuesday? Sean Nerney ready to get to work. We got Derek Thomas in the house, Road Dog, living up to the nickname. He's on the road with the Georgia Bulldog basketball team, and a big story breaking on that. We're going to dive into that a little later in the show as we get started here on the fan 680 and 937 streaming at 680 thefancom get that fan app listen on the smart speaker and know this 10 o'clock hour sponsor is the haug law group get ready to call in today want you to be a part of the show 404-231-1680 the number so nerney that said get that out of the way let's get to work bucks Take. Well, the Falcons are going to be without their big money go-to number one receiver again this season. But this time, it's not a mental health issue that will keeping, uh, keep him away from his job. This time, it's an integrity of the game issue. Calvin Ridley gambling on NFL games. Apparently, Ridley not the sharpest tool in the shed as he was placing bets on his personal cell phone and betting on the Falcons to win in parlays. Don't we all know parlays? Chances are you're not going to hit the parlay, man. Ridley's done here in Atlanta, and he should be. Calvin has let down the organization that made him a rich man, and he's let down the Falcons fan base, who embraced his talents when he arrived as a first-round pick out of Alabama. Up oh, this just in. Calvin Ridley is done in this town, finished, and his time in the NFL is probably over, too. 404-231-1680, the number. And uh, please, when you call up, spare me the take about how the NFL now is in bed with legalized gambling and fan duel. Every single college and NFL football player are aware of the integrity of the game issue. The number one rule, no gambling. Number one, Ridley, only the fifth NFL player suspended in like 60-plus years. Honor and integrity. Uh, gone missing with Calvin Ridley. You know, I heard my mother uh, say years ago, I think the phrase went something like, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you. I think that's how it goes. If you know somebody with a gambling issue, 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, the Falcons are copable in this thing, too. Uh, the personnel department, did they not do due diligence pre-draft? 
I mean, these organizations are investing millions of dollars on number one picks. And once you select them, don't you help guide these players into that tax bracket, helping them the best you can? Obviously, the focus on the Falcons draft uh, will be selecting a wide receiver, and we're going to talk about that coming up here in a little bit. But I believe Calvin Ridley, his days, his days here in Atlanta, they, they, are, they are done playing football. After letting down the team a year ago, and, you know, it just seems like uh, you don't have no uh, inside information or anything like that, but it, it just seems like you get a lot of people now that are uh, claiming to have mental health issues and are using that as an excuse. I mean, I'm no doctor. And I could be dead wrong here. But it just seems like you get a lot of people that are using that these days to slide by. And I think Calvin Ridley's one of them. Everybody knows you can't gamble on football. If you're a football player, I mean, goodness, that's rule number one. They spoke about this in, in college when, when I showed up. This was years ago. First thing they talk to you about, you know anybody that's gambling? Separate yourself from them. You're not allowed to do that. Even though the gambling thing is hot now with FanDuel, brother. It is hot. We got guys here at the station all over the FanDuel thing. But if you're an NFL player, you can't be a part of that. Everybody knows that. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're on. So we bet $1,500 total in a parlay situation. My goodness. I mean, is it, nobody coached him up on this? I mean, I had Kincaid coaching me up, not that I was gambling. But I was aware of the fact that your odds of winning in a parlay situation were not very good. I mean, what are you asking? Three teams to win? As a novice gambler myself, I rarely go over the three or four team parlay. That's your, your <laughs> my goodness. I mean, if you're going to gamble, go ahead and gamble. And the other crazy thing, DT, is he was actually betting on the Falcons to win. Yeah, that was surprising. My, my, my initial reaction was to use that inside information. But I think it was against the Jaguar game, and even I thought that they would cover. I believe it was just a two-and-a-half-point spread. Oh, here we go. So, even you, know, you thought they were going to win. I, I mean, yeah, which wasn't the case for most of the year. But. So right now, if the Falcons had a game, I guess they would have Pitts. I consider Pitts a receiver. And then you got that Frank Darby, and that's all you got. No three wide receiver set for the Falcons if they played today because, look, Patterson's up for grabs. You got Gage, a free man. Uh, don't forget about Zacchaeus. He's uh, looking to re-up or maybe um, emerge somewhere else. You got Sharp and Blake. I believe they got to go, but they're available. Falcons right now with two guys for Matt Ryan to throw the ball to. They wouldn't be able to field a practice right now, Buck. No, exactly. I mean, what they would have to do is is bring in these these uh, undrafted free agent types and offer them uh, meals and board 
to come on and, and come on out and catch balls from Matt Ryan. Maybe like a T-shirt and a sweatshirt every now and then? Yeah, give them a little uh, gear, that kind of thing, and then they can put it on their resume that they played for the Atlanta Falcons. Calvin Ridley, done here in Atlanta. Absolutely done. And uh, there's your uh, big take today. 404-231-1680, the number. What do we have now, Nerny? Uh, I believe that's the nugget. Oh, let's do the nugget then. Mm, tasty. It's time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Wow. Okay, well, how about the Tennessee Volunteers, man? Do you see what they're, they are doing for their spring game? I mean... They've moved it to the indoor practice facility and is closed to the public. So the Tennessee Volunteer fans, they're on the outside looking in. They, they will not be able to participate with the Vol Spring game. And these Tennessee fans, they are so encouraged with what they got out of Josh Heupel in year number one. Got him a big-time quarterback in Hendon Hooker. Had him a winning record. They were so excited to get this season started. To run it back, baby, and do even better. Tennessee Vols fans going to have to stay away. Now, they're promoting this as the all-vol weekend for the players and their families and the media. The fans, you're kicked to the curb, man. If I was a Tennessee Volunteer fan, I'd be upset. I'd be calling up right now, and I'd be asking for that athletic director, and I'd give him a piece of my mind. Paying all this money for tickets, supporting the program through all these downtimes. You have one good season, and you're kicking the fan base out of the spring game. And they're saying it's because of the Neyland Stadium renovations that are going on. So what are they doing at the stadium? As I understand it, they're putting up a new video board. Uh, working on the party deck. That sounds like something Georgia Tech could be doing. I mean, is that really going to keep the fans out of that grand old stadium? Just doesn't make any sense to me. Tennessee Vols, man, sticking it to the fans. Vol fans, what do you think about that? Guess they don't want you to be a part of it. And there's your college football nuggets. Today on the show. Hey, uh, let's get to some good news for the uh, Buck Blue Show headline brought to you by Grease Monkey Auto. Want to celebrate? We've got a local area basketball team that actually has qualified for the big dance. Georgia State Panthers punched their ticket to the NCAA tournament by winning the Sun Belt Tourney. Corey Allen, that senior guard, lit him up with 29 points as they took down the Raging Cajuns. As I understand it, our research staff telling me the Georgia State, this is their fourth NCAA tournament in the last eight years. So every other year, Georgia State is running in the big dance. Now let's take a look at Georgia Tech. They've been invited once in 12 years. Let's take a look at Georgia. Seven consecutive years, no invitation to the big dance. 
In fact, they've gone twice in 12 years, and they won't be going this season. So congratulations to the Georgia State Panthers. At least we can count on them. Basketball, basketball fans here in Metro Atlanta, we can rely on Georgia State, the Panthers, to deliver a team to the NCAA tournament at least every other year. And you see where Jarvis Hayes is one of the assistant coaches there. Uh, chances are he might be, might be coaching up uh, Georgia this time next season as far as an assistant coach. Big bro. Looks like he's going to get that job. And we'll talk about Tom Crean being out coming up in the Bulldog Roundtable a little uh, later in the show. Grease Monkey Auto, uh, looking for a oil change done right, done fast. Well, you can depend on Grease Monkey. You're starting to see them locations all over Metro Atlanta. I've got one down the street from me. Next time we get an oil change, I'm going to take it in there and see what they got. But they're doing a great job. Check them out. Uh, GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for more information. We'll be back on the Falcons coming back on the other side. They've got an opportunity now to go out and select a wide receiver. Look, not in free agency. They don't have the money to do that, but they certainly can do that in the draft with three picks in the first two rounds. Little Falcons talk coming up, and we'll slam the Hawks, too, on the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. You know somebody with a gambling issue? 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-GAMBLER. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. got to know when to hold know when to hold Falcons need them a receiver. In fact, they need more than one. We got a few here at the fan we could try it out. Catch a few balls from Matt when they... Get those OTAs cranked up here soon. Right now, he's he's throwing the air. Well, Matt Ryan would have some managers just standing in a spot like, okay, I need you to get down there a 12-yard out. You just stand right here, and I'll just throw it over here to you. Our Falcons, wow. I mean, it just doesn't ever seem to end. Doesn't seem to end. Such a folly. Unbelievable. So Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. Get that mobile app. It is driven by Beaver Toyota of coming. Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com. And you can download that fan app now in the iTunes and Google Play Store. Smart Speaker, that is brought to you by South Point Financial Services. Just told you about those folks the mortgage professionals, and the 10 o'clock hour sponsored by the Haug Law Group. You can't spell Haug without the U, the G, and the A. So the Falcons now, uh, just coming back from the Combine, where I assume that Fontenot and his staff 
We're checking out those wide receivers very closely. Because apparently the Falcons, they, they've got one official, one wide receiver ready to run rounds. Really two, I would count. Kyle Pitts is a receiver. But two's not enough, not in the National Football League. So they're in the market to add a couple of receivers. Now, I Best I can tell, that salary cap situation, although they do get relief of $11 million with Calvin Ridley being suspended for the season. But that would just allow the Falcons to sign their draft class, which is good. You need to be able to sign your draft class. But uh, I don't think you as a Falcons fan should anticipate the Falcons going out on the free agent market and bringing in any legitimate receivers. You know, I brought up a few moments ago some of the names that did wear a Falcons uniform that are now free agents. You got uh, Corderell Patterson. You got Gage, Zakia, Sharp, and Blake, all looking for a job. So I guess you could bring, you know, a combination of those guys back in here. Not that the fan base is going to be excited with any of that other than Patterson. Seems more likely the Falcons will be investing in the wide receiver position come draft time. Now, the Falcons draft eighth in the first round. And with that pick, they might be able to get the number one receiver in the draft if they elect to go that way. Wide receiver one, pick number eight, Atlanta Falcons. With two second-round picks, it's probably more likely that you see the Falcons go after a receiver in the second round. In fact, that's what I'm anticipating. So who are the, the guys that look like second-round picks at the receiver spot? Now, you got to remember, too, they're looking for a fit in what Arthur Smith does offensively. Arthur Smith, he likes the bigger wide receivers. He doesn't really appreciate or think that they can fit into his scheme if they look like a blade of grass, like Jameson Williams, like Garrett Wilson, like Chris Olave. Talking about guys that, you know, weigh uh, 180-something pounds. That doesn't really fit what Arthur Smith does offensively. He wants the bigger receiver. So I guess with the eighth pick in the first round, you're talking about taking a guy like Drake London. Out of USC. Six foot five, 215 pounds. Big target, can make the tough catch over the intermediate part of the field, take the shot, hold on to the ball, break some tackles, and get the ball upfield. Drake London is a name to keep an eye on when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons with that first round pick. Now, if Traylon Burks, who didn't exactly light it up at the Combine, the big receiver out of Arkansas, if he fell to the second round, you can see the Falcons taking a, a flyer on him, taking a uh, pick on Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Big physical target. He's got a nice blend of size and athleticism. Six foot three, 225 pounds, running the 455. He would be a guy, if he was available at the top of the second round, I could see the Falcons going after him. Then you also have the kid from Georgia who has gotten the tag here of being the biggest boom or bust wide receiver in this NFL draft. 
George Pickens. Six foot three, 202 pounds after a big breakfast, running a sub faux five. Now, it is true. He's got perhaps the most natural wide receiver skills in the draft. Some are making a Calvin Johnson comparison to George Pickens. But you got to question his maturity. I mean, it seems like every time you turned around, Pickens was in was in the doghouse with Kirby Smart, whether it was mixing it up in the end zone with one of those tech players or squirting that water bottle at one of the other visiting players that got pushed out of bounds over in the Georgia bench area. I didn't really have a big problem with that. I mean, he's probably cooling him off a little bit. That receiver probably appreciated it. Pickens would be a guy at the top of the second round that the Falcons may be taking a close look at. And then you got some of the under-the-radar kind of receivers, like the kid from Plant High School down in Tampa, Christian Watson, North Dakota State. It's a long way from Tampa. Six foot five, 211 pounds, ran a sub fo-fo. Got David Bell out of Purdue, another big receiver. Six two, two oh five, ran a fo-six-five. David Bell, another one. Christian Watson. Second or third round pick. I'll tell you what, Justin Ross is somebody to keep an eye on. Out of Clemson, after he uh, had that big national championship game, Clemson took down Alabama. Justin Ross, it looked like the sky was, I mean, this guy looked like he was going to be a bona fide first round draft pick. And right now he's looking like a guy that you could get in the third round. Six foot four, 205. I think he would fit the mold of what Arthur Smith is looking for. Can you fit the system? Are you big enough? Are you physical enough? You know, sort of like the A.J. Brown. That's what Arthur had over there in, in Nashville. So the Falcons will have an opportunity to address this wide receiver one thing now that I believe Calvin Ridley, his days are done here in Atlanta. He's going to have to move on, and maybe, uh, you know, somebody else is going to take a flyer on him, give him a shot. But his days in Atlanta are over. So right now the Falcons have Kyle Pitts, and basically that's it. As far as a guy that Matt Ryan can throw the ball to. So you know, you just know Falcons are going to get some cheap alternatives in the free agent market and then go probably second, third round with one of these big receivers that I just spoke about coming up in the NFL draft. Let's bounce around the college football scene. It's time to go. No huddle. Presented by Roofing Forward. When your roof needs to be repaired or replaced, call the roofing company that supports Camp Sunshine. Together, we can roof it forward. All right, DT, what you got? No huddle. College football. Let's bounce around a little bit. Here we go. Starting out in Athens, Buck. Will the University of Georgia allow Adam Anderson to work out at their pro day next week? Well, it's been all quiet over there in Athens on this. Mm -hmm. If you recall, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago where the courts have given him the thumbs up to be able to go work out at pro day, which is coming up next week, middle of next week. And Adam Anderson has not heard, at least publicly, we are not aware of Adam Anderson hearing from Georgia about whether he's going to be able to participate or not. I would think yes. You know, I talked with Ray Judice on this. 
uh, here on the show. And Ray was saying, look, you're you got to remember innocent until proven guilty. Absolutely. So Georgia has not commented publicly on this. Josh Brooks, the athletic director. But you asked the question, and I gave you an answer. I believe they will allow him to do, to work out on Pro Day. All right, shifting gears out west a little bit more to the Big 12. Oklahoma apparently honoring Baker Mayfield with a statue. Does a Baker Mayfield deserve a statue, Buck? What did they win? Oh, uh, what, they win the Big 12? Oh, the Big 12. They didn't win the Rose yeah. Bowl. I know that. No, they, they went down in the Rose Bowl. That was one... Uh, entertaining game there for sure, uh, Georgia and Oklahoma. Baker, didn't he transfer in there too? I mean, he wasn't there. He didn't commit to them out of the, I guess they didn't offer him in the beginning. He, he went somewhere else, transferred in. Texas Tech, if I'm wrong? I yeah, that's yeah. where he was yeah. at. And he now did, they're going to have win a statue. Did he win a Heisman? He, he won, won the Heisman. Heisman. Yeah, yeah, he won something individual. Well, I was talking about the team game. Yeah. I mean, they won a championship. I thought that's what you were in to do. You know, you're playing to win a championship. I don't recall them winning one of those. Didn't win a bowl game. Remember that one. Uh, the statue, the sixth player for Oklahoma that will have a statue. And then Kyler Murray's coming up next. So as soon as they build Bakers, they're going to be building another one over there. Same deal. Heisman Trophy I, first pick. Uh, but, yeah. You know, if I was sitting on the board of directors at Oklahoma, I would have probably given that a thumbs down. Fair enough. Well, speaking of quarterbacks, Buck, seems like it's heating up down there. Who's going to win the UCF quarterback job? Yeah, UCF. I've got some inside skinny on this one. And it's not because Malzahn's the coach. My wife, a UCF grad. Right. She was uh, in school when Dante Culpepper was the quarterback. Ah, that's a name from the past, yes. I'm aging. No, or, but, I, I mean, I didn't want yeah, to do I mean, that. He's, he's, he's out of the league by now, so yeah, it seems like a while ago. Uh, well, look, get Dylan Gabriel, uh, who played some big time football for UCF, now he's transferred, transferred to UCLA, and then he transferred to Oklahoma. So he's out of there. They got five quarterbacks who are going to be competing for the job during spring football practice. But I tell you what, I, I like the odds of John Rice Plumley, who transferred in from Ole Miss. Winning that job coming out of spring football. And I'm still stunned that Kiffin in the Sugar Bowl game, the Sugar Bowl loss to Baylor, that they were playing that when Corral was injured. They had that freshman quarterback that played the rest of the game, and he was awful. And I kept saying, when are they going to put Rice Plumley in there? Never put him in. You recall lit up LSU when he was at Ole Miss when he did get a chance to play as a dynamic running quarterback. This guy was special. And I believe Malzahn puts a premium on his quarterback being able to run. So I believe it's a pretty good fit for John Rice Plumley down at UCF. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet on him. Can I bet? I, that's right. I'm not an NFL player. So I would be able to wager on this, but I won't. I'll just risk the reputation You're instead of more, losing the money. Putting more on the line there. All right, moving to the flats. What is your reaction to Jeff Collins' latest gimmick? Uh, are we talking about the St. Paddy's the, the Day party? themed? Spring practice party down there in the end zone, right? Tailgate party on the field <laughs> during the spring game, the white and gold game. 
This seems a little bit over the top to me. I, I can't say. There's not another team in the country considering doing this. We're, we're going to have the, the big spring game scrimmage, but we're going to close off part of the field. And we're going to bring down the fans, and we're going to serve up some beer and wine right here on the field. Have a St. Patty's uh, Day theme party right during the white and gold scrimmage. Now, who came up with this idea? And if it was Jeff Collins, then why would Todd Stansberry allow him to go through with this plan? Wouldn't you step up and say, uh, look, I mean, we tried the weightlifting thing on the field. That was embarrassing. This would be even more embarrassing. Jeff, we're not going to do that. We're just not going to do it. I mean, Stansberry, I mean, he's partly to blame here, too. It seems crazy to me. I don't understand it. This is nuts. This is crazy. Whatever I mean, you what if somebody picks... Say so you're going uh, in one direction, right? You got the party uh, down at the other end of the field. What if you throw the pick six? And you got the receiver. He's running back down the field. He's running through the St. Patrick's Day party, and he's knocking over people that have beer and wine <laughs> right there on the field. This is crazy. Uh. I mean... I, two crazy things about this. One is coming up with this idea, and two, allowing it to happen. Buck, word on the street is uh, not only are they going to have the Irish party, but uh, Coach Jeff Collins is actually going to be dressed as a leprechaun uh, during the uh, spring yeah. game as well. And I don't doubt that. <laughs> At this point, I don't doubt it. Whatever you can do to get the fans out, Buck. All right. Well, staying in college football, last question. What new rule would you like to see put in place in college football? Well, like if I was the commissioner? Yeah. I mean, of the uh, completely powerless NCAA, what would you Yeah, would you like put if in I there? was in charge. Uh, no. Man, I'll tell you what drives me crazy is when you see these guys faking the injury just to prevent the offense from going no huddle like we like we're doing right now. It, I hate it. I, I despise it. I, I think it's unethical. And I've said it many times on the station. If I had a football coach when I was playing that asked me to lay down and pretend like I was hurt, I would look him in the eye and say, I'm not going to do it. You're going to have to get somebody else to do that, coach, because I'm not going to do it. I mean, a player that does that, and a coach that, that asks a player to do that, they need to be kicked out of the game. I mean, forget about coming to the sideline and then going back out a couple of plays later where, you know, suddenly the cramping up, oh, the, the cramps went away, back on the field. It's a miracle. My goodness, that pickle juice worked. Yeah, I would say faking the injury is unethical. And I would say if we if we catch you doing it, both the coach and the player are kicked out of the game. So hard to determine though when they're real oh, and please. when they're not. But oh please, I, I agree. You know it's, when it's when it's easy to determine is when they're back on the field a couple of That's plays fair. later. That's why I've heard some people say perhaps you're out for at least a handful of plays, perhaps a series. No, dude, I'm kicking them out of the game. Go I'm on. in charge here. Get them out, Buck. They're done. The coach. Jerking his butt off the sideline, too. You're out of here. That's no huddle. No huddle.
brought to you by Roof It Forward on Buckaloo's College Football Today. You think that's too severe? Well, I mean, you can get a cramp and then three, four minutes later, oh, you yeah, feel better. Then certainly you're okay. It happens. I mean, yes. Now, I, I agree with you. You can tell. When you're watching football, I think you can tell, but just by watching the replay, yeah, that you know that wasn't real. He kind of, you know, especially the guy that's walking off and looks over the sideline and just falls yeah, down, yeah, just collapses. Right? We 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 do need to find a way to police that, but you know, guy, little tweak of the ankle or you know gets the wind knocked out yeah, of him, he goes gets in the a, tent. every now and then. You know, he got be out. And Listen, then, Buck, I, I've worked with Derek long enough. He gives everybody <laughs> the benefit of the doubt. He is a much nicer guy than yeah, you and me. I know, but I'm in. I, I'm I'm all about if it's a if if I liked. I think I believe I heard Finn say this yesterday. If you're if they have to come out, you know, if they basically have to come out and stop the game, bring a trainer out, or or, or pause the game to get you off the field, you're out for the series, and that's it. Yeah, that's being too nice. Okay. I'm kicking him out of the game. Fair enough. Get him gone. <laughs> gone, as Nick Saban would say. Oh, my goodness, it's time for the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, far sideline, 15 10 get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, and AAA. And by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. I'll tell you what, I've always appreciated the enthusiasm of Scott Howard doing those Bulldog games. Totally appreciate that. I loved his call in the national championship. Uh, you could you could feel that he felt it as much as a lot uh, of us He did. is totally into it, man. Uh, looks like Tom Crean is out as the Georgia men's basketball coach after tomorrow night's loss to Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament. Now, you're probably thinking, Blue, hold on. They hadn't even played the game yet. Look, Georgia's going to lose. Georgia's going to lose and be kicked out of the SEC tournament. Bulldogs put a wrap, uh, will put a wrap on the worst season in UGA history tomorrow night when they lose to Vanderbilt. And they would finish the season overall 6-26, and 1-18 and 18 in SEC play. Georgia's been playing basketball for a long, long time. They've been playing bad basketball for decades, and they've never had a season this bad. There was no way, no way that Tom Crean could survive a season like this. He's got two years remaining on a six-year contract, and when they lose to Vanderbilt tomorrow night, the, buy, the buyout would fall down to $3.2 million. So Crean is out. Uh, got Chip Towers reporting on this, AJC.com overnight into the morning. Chip all over it, and uh, the AD Josh Brooks, uh, according to Chip, has hired a search firm, and he did it weeks ago. But is that wasting money, getting a search firm? Because it, it appears to me that the next coach has already been selected. And that would be Jonas Hayes, the Xavier lead assistant coach and ex-Georgia Bulldog player, who was on Mark Fox's staff before Crane got the job. So, you know, the search firm, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. 
when you've already determined who the next coach is going to be. And I would imagine, I mentioned it earlier, Jonas Hayes, his brother, Jarvis, who's on that Georgia State staff, will join him in Athens. And I, I tried to uh, get Mark Sloniker to come on the show today. Unfortunately, he is uh, out of town, and he's expecting a, a grand baby to be born today. So Slon will uh, come on at some point in time coming up in the near future and hoping that birth goes well. But it looks like... Uh, Bulldogs have their new head coach. It's going to be Jonas Hayes coming back home, taking the job. He and his brother, a reputation for knowing and being able to recruit the metro Atlanta and state of Georgia area, which is going to be key moving forward and wishing uh, Jonas the very best of luck. In fact, uh, as far as Tom Crean goes, man, I you know, I really appreciated Tom Crean. And he was really good to me, came on the show numerous times, and uh, wishing him well as he moves on to the next opportunity. But apparently they put a wrap on this thing as soon as Georgia loses to Vanderbilt tomorrow night. Tom Crean's tenure is over here at the University of Georgia. And there's your Bulldog Roundtable today. Coming up next, we're going to take a shot at the Hawks. And uh, there's some news out there on Aaron Rodgers I wanted to get to. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. <laughs> In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. No show, no faking injuries around here, brother. You're gone. So happy you're hanging out with us here on 680. And want to give you a uh, shout-out, man, so you know what's going on. Ben Ingram, voice of the Atlanta Braves, our guy, going to be at the Spring Cinema and Tap House to host the Braves Radio Network night out. And that is coming up tomorrow from 7 to 9 for a viewing of the Braves' triumphant run through the playoffs in the World Series. The event is free. It's not going to cost you anything to go hang out with Ben. Wow. Who will host a Q&A after the viewing. Spring Cinema and Tap House, locally owned, experiences more than just movies. You get the heated reclining chairs, uh, come early to listen to live music on the patio or have dinner with the full kitchen and full bar. For more information and showtimes, go to springcinema.com. Ingram's going to be bringing them out, brother. I want to talk about the Atlanta Hawks for a moment. I invested last night into the fourth quarter, and boy, I was... Well, I had to take Bo for a walk afterwards. A little frustrated watching that go down. I mean, talk about stupid. So the Hawks were up 100 to 99. Hawks were up one. 1. 1.6 seconds remaining. 
Pistons have the ball. You got Bob Rathbun and Neek are saying, okay, no foul, can't foul, don't foul. I mean, they only have time to catch and shoot. So no fouling. And I'm assuming McMillan was saying the same thing over in the huddle. Don't foul. Guess what happened? Bogey fouls. Bogey, what are you doing? Did you not hear what they were telling you? In fact, you didn't need anybody to tell you that you didn't need to foul. Cade Cunningham makes both free free throws. So the Pistons take a one-point lead. And then the Pistons are stupid. So the Pistons are now up one point with 1.6 seconds left. And I was not listening to the Pistons broadcast, but I would imagine their announcers were saying the same thing that Bob and Neek were saying. Okay, don't foul. They only have time to catch and shoot. Well, they fouled. And Collins, who's been nursing that foot injury, uh, with a foot injury, couldn't he be practicing free throws? I'm thinking he could have. Collins misses the first free throw and is able to knock down the second one. The game goes to overtime. So the Falcons fail in Detroit with an opportunity to win the game. And Bogey basically blows that opportunity. And look, if the truth be told, as I was walking Bo around the block, a little irritated with the Hawks, I was thinking, you know what? We don't deserve to be in the playoffs. All this talk about making a push to the playoffs. Can we get in? Well, play in game. Can we get into the, get into the playoffs and we might be able to do some damage? Maybe, uh, maybe uh, even make a run like we did a year ago. Forget about that. Our performance level will not allow us, the Hawks, to win come playoff time. And that's the sad truth. We're not going to beat the Nets. We're not going to beat the Hornets or the Raptors. We certainly aren't going to beat the Heat, the Sixers, the Bucks, the Bulls, the Celtics, or the Cavaliers come playoff time because our performance level absolutely stinks. And we're not very smart either. Absolutely blown opportunity last night to get a win. Bogey, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's unbelievable. See where the Packers have uh, offered Aaron Rodgers a long-term market value contract. And with Mahomes making $45 million a year and Josh Allen making $43 million a year, I would think that put Aaron Rodgers in that $40 million a year club because that's what the market value is. Isn't Green Bay like $27 million over the cap? I guess the deal would help ease the cap situation. He's got one year left on his contract. That arrogant son of a gun, Aaron Rodgers. He's going to get what he wants, and that's mo' money. Now time for the final word. I've run out of time here. Looks like Major League Baseball, the owners, the league, and the commissioner, Rob Manfred, are set to cancel more games in this baseball season. If there is no deal by midnight tonight, more games are off the table. The season is shortened. 
Apparently, this is one of those take-it-or-leave-it offers. Lockout's been going on three months, and they hadn't gotten anything done, with the exception of canceling games. Bunch of losers. Well, that's going to do it for the Buck Blue Show today. 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. We appreciate you, Nerney. Derek Thomas, our listeners, man, we love you. Hope you'll join us tomorrow on a hump day Wednesday. Got Nick and Chris coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. You know somebody with a gambling issue? 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-GAMBLER. Thank you, Buck. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.